You are listening to Did You Hear? 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 The Johnson County Library Podcast. We are coming to you from the Central Resource Library in Overland Park, Kansas. This is your Library Insider. Coming up in this episode of Did You Hear? Dave Carson talks with Ben Oglesby, Christopher Leach, and me, Amy Field, about our upcoming fall programming, including our Unlocking the Mind programs. But first, it's your weekly word. Fecundity, the ability to produce an abundance of offspring or new growth. Hey, it's the Did You Hear podcast, and we have Christopher Leach with us. Hi, Christopher. Hi, Dave Carson. Thanks for having me back. And Amy Field. Hello. And Ben Oglesby. Hello. Say, what's your favorite season? Of The Office? <laughs> Fall is definitely my favorite season. Very good. What about you, Amy? I really love the season that is about to happen at any given moment, I mean. So That's, right now I'm I'm into fall. You're into fall. In November I'll be happy about winter. Yeah. In February I'm waiting for spring. I hear you. How about you, Christopher? I like all the seasons for their special characteristics because as a gardener, there's something new happening every time you turn around. I hear you. That's that's true. Um, I like the fall, yes. but I like spring better. Spring to me is about optimism because everything's uh, starting to grow again and we're going to have this wonderful summer, but fall means summer is over and it means that we're going to be indoors a whole lot, but that's okay. Because here at the library, we've got tons of programs to bring you indoors, keep you active, keep your mind active, so that you won't succumb to cabin fever. So what are some of these great programs that we have this fall? Well, first I want to mention that our fall theme is Unlocking the Mind. You can see a little summary of some of the programs we have on jocolibrary.org mind. And there are just tons, too many to talk about, um, of really cool programming. There's even a program where you can get out of doors while the weather's still nice uh, called A Walk in the Park, which will be a tour with um, JCPRD of one of the newest parks in Johnson County. But yes, many of our programs are in fact indoors (laughs) and a lot of them will uh, engage your mind, unlock your mind, recharge your mind. And I'm really excited about a lot of those. Well, that ties right into the, the, the verbs that we were using for unlocking the mind. What are those? Do you know them off the top of your head, anyone? Unlock, recharge, expand, and engage. And those are the four verbs we used when helping us put together our fall programming. And almost every program that we have relates to those exciting verbs that we have. Because those are verbs that relate to our mission at the library to give you access to experiences, materials, and uh, knowledge that help improve the quality of your life. So everything that we do is aimed in that direction. Yeah, absolutely. So let's talk about some more programs. So I'm excited about our birthday coming up. What's that? Our award-winning early literacy program, 6 by 6 Ready to Read, is turning 10. Woo! Congratulations! <laughs> they are, we'll be celebrating with some special events starting up September 16th. And of course, we have to kick it off with a birthday party. That birthday party will be followed up uh, later in that week with a concert by Jose Luis Rosco and a workshops for caregivers and educators. 
During that week, we'll also be, in a, be doing a social media challenge at Joko Library, and we'll be talking about the six pre-reading skills every child needs by the age of six. Does anyone know what those six skills are? I know one of talk, them. Talk, talk, talk. Make time to rhyme. Yes, very good. Have fun with books. Yes. Look for letters everywhere. Tell stories about everything. Yes. And notice print all around you. There you go. Those, Those are, are six great skills to learn. By six years old. Yeah, in our social media challenge, we're going to ask people to use the hashtag 6 by 6 and do a little video and then post it. And uh, one of them is just to say happy birthday, uh, 6 by 6 That's one way to do the video. Another video that you can do is demonstrate one of the 6 by 6 skills. And we have all kinds of fun actions associated with each of those skills if you go to the birth to 6 section of the website. And so it could be you giving a gift to somebody as an action or just getting a new library card or helping somebody else. That's a great action. I'm really excited that we're also celebrating the companion program to 6x6 Ready to Read, Seis para Seis Listos para Leer, with the visit of Jose Luis Orozco. We will be providing some programming in Spanish. It's very important because Spanish-speaking peoples make up a big part of our population here in Johnson County. And we have great librarians who work diligently uh, with Spanish-speaking populations. So you'll have the opportunity to get ready to read in Spanish as well as in English. That's exciting. Great point. It's great. Yeah, we hope to see you there. Well, I'm excited about the social media challenges we'll have. Like Dave mentioned, we'll be encouraging people to film a short video saying happy birthday or demonstrating a skill if they would like. Um, we'll also have challenges for those who maybe don't want to get in front of the camera. Uh, for instance, on Have Fun With Books Day, we'll be taking fun selfies with books. Um, on Tell Stories About Everything Day, we'll be building a story in our Facebook comments um, using a bunch of different patron sentences. So we're going to have some fun on Facebook and Twitter that week. Excellent. I encourage all of you sitting around this table to participate in the videos. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. I love the idea of taking a wordless picture book and then narrating it, so flip through the pages. I don't know if you've ever tried that, but it's super fun. I like the idea of taking a wordless picture book and narrating it with an example of obscure French philosophy read <laughs> in translation. That's the seventh skill. Oh, excellent. <laughs> it didn't make the cut. We only had room for six on the website. Okay. What, what's next? Well, there's a couple of programs that I'm really looking forward to this fall because they feel so autumnal. Uh, one of them is... The Scary Story Writing Contest. Ooh. Right. So this is kind of, two, there's two parts to this. Starting September 1st, you'll be able to submit uh, your scary story, and this is for kids 18 and under. Ooh. And uh, we'll be reading all of them. We're going to pick some winners. And then on October 30th, yes. you'll be able to come to the library and hear the winners of that scary story writing contest read their works out loud. Oh, that's Totally cool. will get you in the mood for Halloween. So I'm oh. very excited about that. Program. I think that calls for a related dad joke. Oh, oh, no. Why did the ghost need more books? She know. went through them too quickly. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> Moving right along, there's another fall program. <laughs> 
that also feels like it'll get you ready for Halloween. So there's a two-part series we're calling the Asylum Series. Oh. Uh, near the end of September at Monticello Library, we're going to hear for some, from some folks about the Menninger Clinic in Topeka. Um, and its history in terms of like local psychiatric uh, care facilities. And then near the end of October at Leewood, we're going to have some folks from the Glore Psychiatric Museum, wow. which hosts haunted stay sleepovers all the time. Yeah. And I'm sure that's going to be both those places are awesome just fascinating. The yes. Glore is a great museum visit. I encourage you to head up there and see the dioramas of the history of mental health care installed on oh, yeah. one of the unused floors of the former hospital. Oh Absolutely. Gosh. One of my favorite exhibits Love is it. this spiral of materials that they took out of this gentleman's stomach that he had swallowed. And it's it's hundreds and hundreds of things that they've glued to a board. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. So Very I just interesting watched indeed. that season of American Horror Story. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I might need to wait a while before I go up to the Glore yeah, <laughs> the it's, uh, it's, Or don't go alone. Yeah, it's <laughs> interesting <laughs> we want timing. You to come back. <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of people that watch the show Mindhunter on uh, Netflix. It's very popular about the FBI and, and how they uh, – began using psychiatry, psychology to trace down serial killers. And uh, uh, yeah, if if, uh, you really want to scare yourself, watch that and then go to uh, one of these two facilities. (laughs) Or you can safely attend a program at your local library being presented this fall and learn all about them without putting yourself in harm's way at an actual (laughs) mental hospital. There you go. We promise our libraries are not haunted. Can we promise that? (laughs) Can we promise that? Okay. Well, that sounds so exciting. What's next? Well, I'll tell you. I am really excited that in the print guide that you can pick up at any of our branch libraries or get mailed to you if you're a donor to the library or are a member of the Friends, we are listing some of our interesting research tools that you can find on our website with our Find It Here pin. And scattered oh, throughout okay. the guide, you can find the pin and a reference to one of our interesting research tools. These research tools cover all topics such as business, career planning, and jobs, consumer information, genealogy. The two that I have been really encouraging people to pay attention to are the curated lists of resources for homework help for kids and for teens. You just go to the research link uh, in the tab at the top of our website, click Homework Help for Kids, Mm -hmm. and you'll find references to resources that will really help you in your schoolwork. We all know that you have to write papers or work on math problems, Sure. uh, write biographies of interesting historical characters, learning about the world. You'll find really great resources on the website. We have a new resource right now called BrainFuse. It replaces a former tool uh, that we were using that shall remain nameless <laughs> because BrainFuse is the name we want you to remember. That's right. You can access BrainFuse with your library card and it will help you with your homework and help you do better in school. It's one of the great things that libraries can help you do. You can do that when you're here at one of our 14 conveniently located branches 
or you can do it from home if you have uh, internet access at home or if you're visiting your mom's office <laughs> and have to sit quietly and do your homework while she gets her job done, uh, <laughs> you can use one of these tools and get your homework done uh, quickly and easily uh, because we want to help you succeed in your education. Absolutely. Yeah. And what a happy accident when uh, um, we have a new tool called BrainFuse and our um, theme for this trimester is unlocking the mind and the icon that we're using is a brain. Yes. Happy accident. Or, or purposeful. I don't know. <laughs> We also have a significant number of databases that you can access uh, in that same link under research on the Johnson County Library webpage. That address is jocolibrary.org. And you click on a letter of the alphabet. I'm sad to say there are a few letters of the alphabet which are not represented here, such as Q, uh, X, Y, and Z. Unfortunately, we're still diligently searching for databases that begin with those letters I don't alphabet. know that that's true. <laughs> I'm encouraging our collection development team to search out uh, these resources so that all letters of the alphabet are uh, equally represented <laughs> here. But amazing databases. And you click through uh, each letter of the alphabet. You can find the database by name. If you don't know what that database is or does, I encourage you to click on that link and do a little discovery. There's and a if database. you don't know what a database is, ask a librarian. You're going to be uh, introduced to an entirely new world. We have folks at our questions desks at every library who are willing to help you uh, discover what all these resources are and can do. And they'll walk you through clicking and linking and accessing the database, and you will be on your way to learning. Right. And there's so much content there that simply is not available online. Folks may think that everything <clears throat> under the sun is uh, on a web page somewhere. Not true. And so uh, we have them available uh, through our databases and it's unique original content. And it is authoritative content. Yes. I think that's the important thing. Was it author Neil Gaiman who said that uh, web search will bring you 100,000 answers, but a librarian can help you find the right one. And our librarians will help you find the right answer in one of these databases. All kinds of goofy answers will come back to your query through any kind of web search. But if you want to be able to rely on that information, ask a librarian to help you utilize one of these databases and you can be assured that that information has been peer reviewed and is published with good authority. Excellent. Well, let's continue our preview. Let's get back to programs, shall we? What other programs do we have, Ben? I would like to talk about a program that's just around the corner. And these are for people that love animals, love pets. Uh, I think we all love animals and pets, and I'm really excited about this program. Oh, Read to a Cat? It is not Read to a Cat. No, <laughs> not interested. This is a really cleverly named program called Unlocking Empathy. <laughs> that is that Saturday, September 7th from 1 to 2.30 at Central Resource Library. Yay. Okay. And people and animals have feelings in common. And so this interactive presentation helps you appreciate the similarities and the differences in pets and human brains, their emotions, and social chemistry. Okay. When you attend this session, you'll leave with a greater understanding of empathy and an increased motivation to care for family pets and all living things. 
It's designed specifically for the library and presented by Ashley Stanley of Wayside Waifs. Oh, oh they are great authorities on animals and empathy. Absolutely. <laughs> and a live animal will be present at the program, which do makes we, it... Do we know what you, kind of animal? A griffin or you have to, a hippopotamus? You have to, <laughs> you have to come to find out. Oh, yeah, it will be an animal with mm. empathy. Mm. <laughs> and empathy. <laughs> well, so. I'll mention I was chatting with Ashley, the program presenter, and she did say that this program is geared toward adults, so you'll get some good, like, fascinating information um, about uh, human brains and animal brains, but all ages are welcome. And she said there would be a cute live animal. Ooh, cute. <laughs> so not a griffin. But, so right. kids, kids, kids can watch uh, the cute live animal, you know, uh, visit and while the adults absorb fascinating information. If you have young readers in your household and you'd like them to spend some time uh, learning to trust an animal, we do offer read to a dog which is a related program at many branches throughout the fall. Well-trained, certified therapy dogs and their trained and certified handlers are on hand to help young readers feel comfortable holding books and reading aloud, gaining a love for reading and a confidence reading all in the presence of someone like Otto Francis, who I met yesterday here at Central, who is a blue standard poodle and Mm. is very eagerly learning to read Otto goes to school. His favorite <laughs> book. Oh, fantastic. And so, dogs don't judge. They, they don't, don't judge when you read to them. They They're will per- judge you positively if you have Cheerios in your pocket. <laughs> I learned yesterday. Ah, okay. Yes. Good to know. But no read to a cat. And this is all despite Not uh, yet. William S. Burroughs saying that cats are humans' uh, psychic companions. Psychic? Perhaps we could encourage the development of a program like Cats Reading to Dogs. Oh. Hmm. Cats mm. disciplining dogs. Yeah. <laughs> Cats ignoring dogs. That, that program <laughs> happens every day like at my house. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, what else? Pause. Um, another pro- <laughs> what else? Another program I'm excited about is uh, one that's happening three times throughout the fall. It's called Helping Our LGBTQ Youth Survive and Thrive. Um, This is going to be presented by Kansas City, Missouri Police Department's LGBTQ Liaison and Diversity Officer. Excellent. And um, it's really made for any adult who plays a role in the lives of youth. So you might be a teacher, a caregiver, a librarian. Um, You may just be an adult, you know, who's out and about in your community. And um, this talks about the unique challenges that LGBTQ-identified youth face and how you can help them. What are some of those unique challenges? You might ask. <laughs> I, was like, I do know that. I don't that, feel like I'm the most qualified. Uh, <laughs> well, all our. Uh, young people are facing challenges in today's rapidly changing world. LGBTQ plus youth are more inclined to be bullied, to be harassed, to be physically assaulted, to experience domestic violence at home, to experience homelessness, and to attempt suicide. And this is statistical information which our presenter uh, has made available to us. And because of these unique challenges that uh, these kids are facing, whether or not they've come out, Uh, to their families or their friends uh, in their school environment, adults who are involved in 
caretaking and educating uh, for teens need to be aware uh, that these kids face these unique challenges and develop some skills or techniques to help uh, kids navigate through this uh, period of development in their lives. So we're offering that three times? Three times um, in the evening, and you can come at 5.30 to any of these events for some sandwiches and sides since the program's during dinner. Um, So the first one's September 10th here at Central Resource Library, 6 p.m., 5.30 for the sandwiches. (laughs) And then it's happening a couple of other times this fall, too. And you can uh, find our calendar of events on our website, or you can look at Facebook to see our our upcoming fall events. It's a particularly interesting topic in our county uh, right now, this season, because so many municipalities are investigating and considering passage of NDOs, non-discrimination ordinances. So it's definitely a subject which is current and relevant in our county. And we're trying to help adults help kids uh, do better. And that's what libraries are for. Don't we have a couple of other programs that are aimed at educators or teachers? We do. Um, Ben mentioned one of them earlier. It's uh, involved in our 6 by 6 10th anniversary (laughs) celebration. Our early literacy coordinator is going to teach a class about 6x6, our award-winning early literacy program, for child care providers. So this program will introduce you to the 6x6 concepts and how you can use them um, uh, while you're caretaking for kids. And that's on Tuesday, September 24th at Monticello. And then that same week for the birthday celebration, we also have our Meet the Storyteller, Jose Luis Orozco, uh, event. And that's also geared uh, toward caregivers, and it's about using music and rhyme and movement to enhance learning. Oh, but I bet that would apply to just any young parent. You know, Absolutely, not, Well, yeah. any caregiver. Mm-hmm. I was thinking more of a formal sense of a caregiver, but yeah, any, any parent, any grandparent. It is one of the great reinforcements of the 6x6 program that learning isn't just mental, it's physical. Psychomotor learning is really important for young brains, and if you're learning new things and moving at the same time, some research has suggested that you're more likely to remember that new thing that you've learned. It's more deeply ingrained with you because you combined it with some physical movement. That is so very interesting. So Jose Luis is helping us instruct others in this important lesson. Isn't there like teacher extra credit or professional development credit for one of these? There is. For the Meet the Storyteller event with Orozco, you can earn KDHE clock hour credits. Wow. Um, Actually, and for the 6x6 child care providers class, you can as well. Yeah. So these will help you uh, in your business if that's what you're... Well, that sounds great. And then we have three big events that everyone needs to put on their calendar. What would those be? I'd like to invite everyone who's listening to investigate or think about attending our Writers Conference. That's happening in November, the second weekend in November. We invite local authors and national authors to come uh, spend a day in residency working with other local writers who are trying to improve their craft. You can meet authors, you can learn about the business of publishing and getting your headshot taken and how to prepare your resume. And we've had a growing number of people every year attending the conference. I think this will be our fourth writers conference coming up and we're topping 300 attendees with this conference. That's amazing. We've definitely touched uh, 
a nerve here in Johnson County and the surrounding region for folks who are really trying to take their writing more seriously. Two additions this year, which are really exciting, are special sessions for teen writers. Teens, of course, can attend any of the regular sessions, but we have a couple of sessions focused on teens and their special uh, writing and publishing needs. And we've started a kid's day. Wow. So younger writers... Uh, who have become great younger readers through our 6 by 6 Ready to Read program uh, can now graduate to trying their hand or their typing fingers at uh, crafting their own creative writing or their own documentary writing. Um, anyone will tell you that being able to express ideas effectively to others is really important as you earn a living right. or try to have any kind of life activity at all. Absolutely. And writing exercises, even if you don't become a professional writer, help you understand how you're presenting information to other people and help you be more empathetic about how they're understanding what you're writing and saying. So, And all of this is free. The Writers' Conference is available free of cost to all participants. It's, it's very exciting. Yeah, it's such an amazing event. We do that annually, and it's it's important to the library. And I think a lot of people really get something out of it. Uh, it's high quality, and like I said, it's free, which that's so nice. You don't have to travel. Um, you can if, you, if you're an aspiring writer, there's so much there for you. Even if you're not an aspiring writer, there are a couple of events associated with the Writers' Conference that you might still be interested in. Um, we have Sylvester Sly James coming to talk, um, and we also have author Ron Curry Jr., and he'll be recording an episode of New Letters on the Air at Central Resource Library. So you can come wow. listen to either of those. If you're just a fan of literature and authors, um, there's something for you, even if you're not a writer. What a high-quality publication, too. And New Letters on the Air is a really great radio literary magazine uh, that has a long life and sure. a, a really nice pedigree. So we're really fortunate to have it uh, being recorded here at the library. For sure. Hey and ben, one more. what else is up? I was going to talk about Women and Money Day. Oh, okay, why don't you? <laughs> 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 so uh, on Saturday, October 12th, it will be a day-long seminar designed for women of all backgrounds, uh, level of financial knowledge, and different stages of life. And the goal of this is to learn the basics of personal finance and steps that you can take to gain financial stability and knowledge and, um, at the end of the day, confidence. Presenter Helene Olin, co-author of the Index Card, Why Personal Finance Doesn't Have to be Complicated, is going to uh, kick off uh, the keynote address and a book signing. And uh, she is an expert on money and uh, society. She's an opinion writer for the Washington Post opinion mm. section. Wow. And she's been featured on The Daily Show with Jon Stewart. This is a really interesting program that became a day-long seminar after we uh, had been presenting a series of these activities throughout a given season. And so many people who were attending said, you know, uh, it's kind of hard to get here six times throughout the fall. We'd like to be able to come and benefit from all this knowledge all at one time. So we've organized uh, with our presenting partners to present a day-long seminar uh, for women trying to get better control of their money. 
and it is a very important topic uh, because of learning, or not learning, earning uh, disparities uh, with women and men in professional fields. And what is so inspiring is the wide range of types of people who come to this event, older, younger, across the spectrum of cultures of origin. This is a topic which is really interesting to women of all ages and kinds in Johnson County. And I have to applaud the organizing librarian, Marty Johannes, for diligently working on this all year long to make it the best it can be. And there's something for for anyone at any stage of their life uh, the breakout sessions in the afternoon include going over credit scores, credit building, the apps that you can use for money management, wow. investing, and even the importance of wills. So there, it's covering really almost everything that you can think of that uh, deals with finances. So this fall, we have a lot of different programs that are available to you. You can go to Johnson County Library. I'm sorry. You can go to jocolibrary.org slash events to find all of those. If you pick up our guide at any of our branches, flip through it, look for the little brain icon. That will let you know what all of the unlocking the mind uh, uh, programs are. And one of our biggest events that we have is a fundraiser. It's the Library Let's Loose, and we're about to record a really exciting episode of that where we're going to sample some of the music that will be featured at the event and talk to Stephanie Stolzheimer, the foundation uh, president. Is that the correct title, president? Let's say she's the president. Okay. <laughs> and uh, her assistant, Stephanie New, and... Um, they'll talk all about the library let's lose so you'll hear more about that but please get it on your calendar that is at saturday september the 28th from 6 to 10 here at the central resource library and tickets are available online at library let let's loose dot eventbrite.com so look for that episode to be coming very soon but as far as this episode let's let's call it a wrap i think that's all that we have to talk about for the fall, but lots of excitement ahead. Absolutely. Thanks for having us, Dave. It's been a pleasure. Do you want to leave us with a joke, Christopher? <laughs> <laughs> Why did Cinderella get kicked off the soccer team? Why, Christopher? She was always running away from the ball. Okay, and so that's it. <laughs> the fall. <laughs> the fall. <laughs> that wraps up our fall program preview. And uh, once again, you can go to jocolibrary.org slash events or pick up a copy of the guide and find the event that is right for you. Did we miss a question you wish we would have asked? Do you have thoughts or stories about today's topic? Share them with us on Facebook, facebook.com slash jocolibrary. And now, our writer's quote of the day. Hello, this is Christine Peterson, Latino Services Outreach Librarian for Johnson County Library. My quote is from Jan Karen's Mitford series. Well, sir, there's no rest for the wicked, and the righteous don't need none. We leave you with sounds from one of our locations. It's your audio minute we call Library Zen.
For more episodes of Did You Hear, go to the Johnson County Library website, jocolibrary.org slash didyouhear.